0: Welcome back in to Reaction Monday here on Main Street Sports Today. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant with you here. And, oh, what a fantastic weekend it was in the world of sports. We'll get to all of the things that have happened, but including yesterday. When the debut of the girls' flag football league took place, three different sites across the county of Williamson. Mo was at Fairview, and I guess is Charles was at Nolansville. Is that the other one?
1: Nolansville was one. Oh, so Franklin was another one. Gotcha. But Charles was at Fairview
2: as well.
0: Oh, Charles, you were at Fairview.
2: Man, <laughs> yeah, you I'm had to
0: hang out to- with Mo.
2: Well, you know, he tends to hang on, you know, I'm of the photography side of things, so I don't want the sun in my face. He's trying to soak up the sun because, you know, he gets pretty cold out there.
1: <laughs> There's no there doubt. There he goes. <laughs> There's no <laughs>
2: doubt. Uh,
1: Mr. Alaska himself. He well was done, out there. Well done, Charles. Yeah, well he, done, buddy. He was out there in shorts yesterday. Um,
2: well, I mean, we're, we're in March. It's shorts weather, guys. We're in Tennessee. <laughs> Come on now. Charles, um
1: as Chris said we we were we were both at the Girls Flag Football League debut. Um, what was your one takeaway from yesterday?
2: Oh I think it was there was a lot of takeaways from it, but really it was the conversation with Chris Hughes afterward that really stood out. Because you know Chris has been a vocal supporter, and you name it—he's the the Tom Brady of of flag football in itself. And seeing him get to coach girls on his home field—I mean, that was that was just special. And then obviously, you know, I know you and I were kind of joking with him a little bit because his wife Stephanie is an assistant, and Stephanie's played on a lot of the co-ed teams for Chris uh, over the years too. So just seeing those two working and sharing their passion for, for, for flag. Um, that's pretty cool. And then, uh, on top of that, getting to see some of the athletes I've been seeing and all these other sports come together. Um, that's, that's just kind of cool. I think the, I guess ultimately seeing athletes from different aspects, you got your soccer players, you got your, you know, soccer players, you got cheerleaders all mixing together in one, one sport and one team. Um, that's just kind of neat. I enjoyed seeing that. And uh, I think it's going to be entertaining Sundays for a while here.
1: I don't know if you noticed it or I don't know if I'm overplaying it, but it felt like to me, Charles, that as the games went, those young ladies got a lot more confident in what they were doing.
2: I think that was uh, that's definitely a given there. I mean, and that's, that kind of showed in that last game we got to see was uh, that was Summit in Fairview at the end there, right? Or was it Independence mm-hmm. and Fairview? No, it was Summit in um, Fairview. But,
1: Starts to yeah, running together but after a while.
2: Now, yeah, exactly. But, you know, that third game, it was it was just a good matchup. You know, nobody could score for a long time there. And big plays happening, but nobody could actually get into the end zone because I think people were starting to figure stuff out. And I know all those coaches are going back, and now practice has got to be entertaining because they actually have things to work on. 'Cause it's like now when we're out there on Sunday, this is what we did, this is what we gotta work on, this is why this didn't work. I think um we're it's just gonna get exponentially better and then more flowing, you name it, everything from officials to coaching to players just knowing what they're doing a little better. And we saw that in a matter of a couple hours.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Um out at Fairview yesterday, um Fairview defeated Independence nineteen six. Independence defeated Summit 7 6 in overtime as Chase Bethman scored the game winning point in overtime. It's, it's a, um, there, there's a lot of, as you could imagine, a lot of different things in flag football. And one of them is in overtime, overtime is a one play possession where you can get one point yep. if you score from the three-yard line or two points if you score from the 10-yard line. Independence chose to go on defense first, stopped Summit from the three, and then they ran their play from the three. Bethman lined up at quarterback and swept around the left side for for three yards and the win. And then um, <laughs> Fairview finally scored to defeat Summit six to nothing. So um, – defensive struggle there in that last ball game but but again um, lots of lots of big plays over the course of the day not all of them resulted in touchdowns one of the biggest was in that final game lily lily, Dri- lily Drizzle for summit coming up with a red zone interception and nearly taken at the length of the field before um, getting her f- flag snatched um, at around the that 25 was, uh... yard line
2: yeah, Summer Anderson, mm-hmm. one of the standouts of the day for Fairview, pulled like a DK Metcalf move where she diagonaled, you know, 60 yards and found a way to catch up. I mean, I thought that was a, a pick six for sure. And nope, the girl who threw it found a way to cut across and get her just beyond the, or just before the <laughs> the touchdown there. That was, that was one of those plays. That's actually, I'm working on a video right now where I'm trying to do uh maybe a top five plays from each game right now i don't it's just you know it's new for me to cover a new sport so i'm trying to approach it a little differently and and you know being there and taking some video and taking a lot of photos things like that i think doing more of a, a highlight style thing might be good <laughs> to get things going anyway so you know because i'm still learning and figuring stuff out there too because uh you know, you're on a, what, a 80-yard field. Everything kind of condensed a little more. Um, there's a lot of rules to be uh, to be figured out still on my end, too.
1: <laughs> oh, no question. Nobody does it better though than Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald with us here on Main Street Sports today. And I look forward to that highlight package because um, it, there were plenty of them.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that was the thing. And, you know, as as they got comfortable, as you said there, I think that was the, the great takeaway is seeing – you know, from that first game and even the girls getting to watch that first game, um, you know, the, it's just a better confidence feel out there. I think one of the things that uh, is kind of interesting looking across and seeing how, how you know, all these teams within Williamson County have had so many girls come out, um, you know, it's still a seven-on-seven seven setup out there and, you know, there's figuring out who you're going to have out on the field consistently and, and knowing that you still have 25 other girls ready to go, I mean, that's uh, – that's that's the coaching side of things where I think it'll be kind of entertaining to see how everyone gets to go. But, uh, you know, going back to media day, we were talking with Emily Crowell of the TWSAA, Josh Forey of the Tennessee Titans. Same kind of thing about how when you're getting started, I mean, eventually you could have those JVs, those C-teams, all that can get set up. But it's a matter of figuring things out still, and we're in that figuring out stage, that's for sure. (laughs)
0: Charles, did you notice anything specific about, you know, the, the level of play from maybe Fairview versus other teams? Because Chris Hughes does have that background. We all know about it. I mean, it's, it, it certainly seems that while some teams are still figuring it out, Chris just has to kind of put that in his girl's ears And, 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 I guess it was Independence who said that they played a lot of zone, or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and Fairview's playing zone defense in, in flag football, and that's that's got to be something that you weren't expecting <laughs> if you were other teams. So that gives them a little bit of a leg up, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, I think so. And that was, you know, seeing some of the switches and everything, and, you know, it's just with what Chris was saying, it's almost like a timing thing to them because his girls are just so empty to do something, you know, even they were trying to snap the ball when nobody's in – any kind of set or anything like that. So, you know, everyone's still learning there, but in terms of, of how he was able to, I think, teach over these last couple of weeks and just a, a handful of practices they've been able to do, um, you know, he's the one that's been doing it for you know more than three decades, I want to say here. So he's got it down and he's got some players in that. I know summer, uh, Anderson was one of the girls who jumped at me, Lillianne, uh, Let's see, McElroy was mm-hmm. another girl. I mean, he's got some studs out there. And then of course there's other girls. Uh, uh Riley Dillingham played a lot of basketball as well. And she's kinda like a Sydney Wright for Summit where she could do a lot of big things there and just kinda hold a line in a way. If you come at her, she's gonna, you know, get that flag as well. But some speed there. I think McElroy's a kind of player that uh, you know chris actually talked about when i when i interviewed him he was kind of like you know i think if we put some pads on her you probably wouldn't tell if we were running drills you know if she tucks away her ponytail she's just one of the guys out there she's she's eager to, to play she's an athlete she plays a uh, goalie for the uh, the girl's soccer team as well and at the same time we watched her uh Accidentally run over a couple girls out there too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely accident. Accidentally. Yeah, <laughs> accidentally on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you try to shy away from some of that contact in a way, but I think there's a couple girls we've seen. Um, and you know, looking on the other side, I know uh, at Ravenwood, Kaylin Thomas, uh, you know, returning state champion here, the senior. She plays rugby. She's uh, on track and field. She's doing three sports right now. She's, She's another one of those girls where it's like, oh, whoa, didn't mean to run you over, but you know, if you're in my way, I'm just going to keep going.
1: <laughs> also, a state girls' wrestling champion,
2: Kaylin Thomas. So, yeah. oh, I know. So, yeah.
1: contact, but this, not you know, a big deal. <laughs> She's looking no, for no,
2: it. no. And that's, yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, you look around and seeing around the county, it's, uh, I have to find a way to probably see that Ravenwood team play right away because they seem like, um, some of the, the favorites here early on, they're putting up a lot of points there. Coach Will Hester, Jessica Mancini. Um, they have some athletes out there. Some studs. A lot of D1 athletes. Sarah Kate Rath, she's going to play soccer at Cincinnati. Allie Brown's going to play soccer at Tennessee. We just talked about Kalen Thomas, a 3 sport athlete who is all about the physicality. I mean, and then, you know, Sarah Kate Rath and Kennedy Riggs actually fit, split time at quarterback. They combined for eight touchdowns in that first game against Nolansville in a big blowout. So uh, that's, uh, that seems like the team right there. But, uh, uh, you know, I, the Fairview girls were fun to watch. We saw some great things in Summit, I think. I, I really liked a lot of their defensive side of things, and they have a solid quarterback there too. So um, there's, there's going to be some fun, fun games in the, in the future here for sure.
1: Out at Nolansville, as Charles mentioned, Ravenwood defeated the host Lady Knights 48-0 and defeated Brentwood 40-6 in the other game out there. Brentwood scored on the final play of the game and got the conversion for a 27-26 win over Nolansville. At Franklin, the Lady Admirals defeated Centennial 13-7. It was Page 19, Centennial 14, and Franklin with the 18-6 win over Page. So, Fairview... <laughs> Franklin and Ravenwood are each two and O independence page and Brentwood are one and one. And then mm-hmm. summit Centennial and Nolansville are one two going into next week's schedule. And, um, we have that schedule up on the website at mainstreetmurray.com. If you want to check that out along with our coverage of yesterday, um, Charles, where do you think you're going to be posting up this week, or are you going to be posting up this week?
2: Well, that's the thing, kind of looking around. I mean, if, if I'm going somewhere, I think uh, for Drill flag football, it would probably be at that Ravenwood set up, because mm-hmm. then you get to see Franklin and Ravenwood go head-to-head. And, uh, you know, it's Franklin, Indy, and Ravenwood mm-hmm. at Ravenwood. And, you know, to see the two, two and no teams kind of go out, it would be kind of interesting. Um, also kind of want to see Donnie Webb back out on the sidelines there as well. He's got a daughter who's playing and actually scored a touchdown yesterday. So it'll be kinda of cool to see the Webb family set up out there and um, you know, lots of lots of great great girls on both sides there that have been covering in all these different sports for so long. Um, I know Charlotte Robertson's a big stand out there. Um, Emma Nihil, you know, there's just a lot of girls that have been following in all these different sports and now they're all playing on one team and it's just it's it's a lot of fun to kinda of watch.
0: No question there. Charles, uh, welcome back to Tennessee after your trip to Alaska for the basketball championships. Glad to have you back here. It's always, always fun when you are here in town, but I know you enjoy your time up in Alaska and getting to be on the call for those championship games. That's all. It's always fun, huh?
2: Well, that's the thing, you know, I, I ended up, uh, you know, I wasn't able to be there with my dad, and uh, we're we're planning for a couple tournaments next year, actually, but I was uh, actively, you know, managing our social media, and uh, it was, it's kind of weird, because I didn't get to go, uh, I was going to go do some, some freelance stuff over uh, for the Boys State Tournament here locally as well, but instead I, I was able to take it a little easy there for a couple days, which mm. was nice, but. Missing out on actually covering in Alaska was was pretty challenging, but I know my dad and I are trying to figure out how we could manage to make sure to be up there and, and give the best we can for all the, the small rural schools in Alaska next year. But uh, I was, uh, yeah. I, I there are know, small know rural schools in Alaska? a lot of stats, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was unaware. Yeah, yeah,
2: it fits a little differently there, huh? <laughs> yeah, there was uh, at the state tournament. There were two five uh five person teams up there. Put it that way. Sheesh. Oh my goodness. And remember this is the one the A state tournament, the small schools up there, it's a sixteen team double elimination tournament. <laughs> double
1: elimination. Sixteen team double elimination. Uh, oh goodness. It, Does that it's take a monster guys? So that team two coming weeks. out of the losers bracket. Well, I mean yeah. heck, even
0: if yeah. you win all your games, that's gotta be tough.
2: <laughs> you you're playing multiple games over a, 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 about five days there so yeah it's it is massive but it's a lot of fun and uh, uh one of my the high school i actually graduated from the nil high school um played up a level in two way and won the state championship so a shout out to the wolverines up there and um some close friends of the coaches there so need to see the, the nil boys win another state title and uh a little different because uh you know they they were made up of almost a couple surrounding communities so some of our rival schools were actually a part of that team so it, it was a little different
1: <laughs> oh I can imagine Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald with us here on Main Street Sports today Charles as always appreciate your time and your input and look forward to hanging out again sometime
2: We'll we'll be around, man. There's a lot happening here. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to be doing here for uh, this next setup. I think I'm going to go hang out at softball out at Summit tomorrow, and maybe check the baseball game out at Independence. You know, there's there's a lot happening.
1: <laughs> Never a dull moment when you're Charles Pulling.
0: Never, not once. Never. Charles, thanks, man. We appreciate it.
2: Thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you around.
0: When we come back, we will talk about uh, some more ba- some basketball. That you got to see over the weekend and uh, Governor Lee has some thoughts on
1: a, not about basketball
0: on a stadium
1: well, for maybe, the maybe basketball. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> maybe.
0: Yeah. So we'll be right back on Main Street Sports today right after this.